Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. I have one verse I'd like to read in your hearing here in Psalms 59. Psalms 59 verse 16. Psalm 59, verse 16, But I will sing of thy power, yea, I will sing aloud of thy mercy in the morning. For thou hast been my defense and my refuge in the day of my trouble. Amen. And I want to preach on the subject, there's something special about the morning. There's something special about the morning. Before you're seated, let's just worship him one more time. God, we receive your word in the name of Jesus. Let every heart be open and let faith mix with your word right now. In Jesus' name, let faith come. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you. You may be seated. There's something special about the morning. Amen. You know, mornings when you, when uh, you, maybe you've had a rough night, uh, couldn't sleep about something, Amen, or just a rough night about just whatever it was, amen, or even a rough day before, but you look forward to that morning, you get up, amen, maybe you got up right when the sun's coming up, and you just open the blinds or the shutters, the drapes, and you look out and see that sun coming up, and there's just something about the morning, amen, that's special, and say, you know what, here's another chance, here's another day, amen, to do better than I did yesterday, praise God, and I'm so glad that there's something special about the morning. And the Bible says there's something special about the morning. Amen. Not just the physical morning, but amen, the metaphorical morning. And you know, when it comes to the resurrection of Jesus Christ uh, almost 2,000 years ago, I find it very interesting and telling that God chose the morning for him to rise again. He chose the morning of the first day of the week, amen, to rise again. Matthew 28, 1 says, Now after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb, and behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door Amen. And sat on it. His countenance was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow. And the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the women, do not be afraid for I know you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here for he is risen as he said, come see the place where the Lord lay. Amen. And because of that fateful morning, that morning of the right after the Sabbath on the first day of the week, when the day began to dawn, the angel rolled back the stone and said, look, he's not in there anymore. Amen. What he said is happening. Amen. The hope that he gave you is coming. Praise God. And because he lives, you can face tomorrow and you're going to have a church. Amen. That's going to be victorious over this world. Praise God. And because he rose from the dead, I have the promise of the resurrection and power in my life. And it can be new every morning. Praise God. Jesus Christ, who is the resurrection and the life, triumphantly rose from the dead, showed himself alive 
to his disciples with many infallible proofs. Amen. And then ascended up into heaven. And then God sent his spirit just a few days later and poured it out upon this world, upon a group of people. And the church was born. Amen. And now people can have Christ in them, the hope of glory, and live overcoming lives because every morning is a new morning and God gave us a morning. Praise God. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, which means a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That means, uh, amen, maybe you failed yesterday. Maybe you blew it last week. Maybe you, you did something that you wish you wouldn't have done. Amen, but I'm here to tell you, praise God, it's not over as long as you're breathing. As long as you got breath, if you look to God, he'll give you a new morning. That you can change things around. A new birth, a new hope, a new life, and a new and living way. There's no greater life that can be lived on this earth than to be a child of the King of all kings. A child of the Lord of all lords. Hallelujah. Amen. And as Christians, though we have this wonderful experience, this, this newness of life, we still understand, amen, that life still happens to us. Sickness still comes our way. Heartbreak still happens. Disappointment still happens. Trials, tests, and tribulations, they still happen to us. There are times we fail, and there are times we even fall, amen. These are the dark times in our lives, times of uncertainty and times without clarity. These are the types of things we go through symbolically, that represent our nighttime experiences. Amen. We wonder how long we're going to be in this situation. How long before the morning breaks forth in the eastern sky of our life and we get our answer. How long before it's over. How long before we get help or relief. Amen. We hold on. We stand on God's word. We pray. We wait for the answer. And we sometimes wonder where it's coming. Amen. We need the resolution to come. We wait for the morning when the son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. That's what we're waiting for. Amen. But I'm telling you, the morning's coming. The morning's coming. Because there's something special about the morning. I don't care how long the night was. The morning's coming. Psalms 130 verse 6 said, My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning. Yes, more than those who who watch for the morning. Amen. That word watch means guard. Amen. And there was, there was usually in, the, in Bible times, a, a lot of the cities, especially the Old Testament, had walls around them. And they had watchtowers on the top of the walls. And they had watchmen. They had guards that would watch. When the sun went down, they would be watching until sunrise because they knew a, a lot of mischief happens in the nighttime. A lot of bad things people do under the cover of darkness. Amen. A lot of sneak attacks. Amen. Where cities are overthrown. Amen. In an evening, uh, you know, ambush. Amen. And so those guards had to be vigilant. Amen. And they were glued to the surroundings. Amen. A little bit, uh, 
a little bit apprehensive, amen, a little nervous because they knew that everybody in the city that was sleeping and that was going about their business not knowing anything was wrong, that they depended on those guys on the wall to let them know to blow the trumpet to sound the alarm if there was a problem. And so they longed for the morning. Amen. Some of their nights seemed long, but they longed for the morning. Amen. And so like them, amen, my soul waits for the Lord even more than those guys are watching the city for the morning to break. Praise God. Amen. Thomas Fuller, who was a minister from England back in the 17th century, he was a prolific uh, speaker and and also an author. He wrote several books, and one of them he wrote in 1650. He penned these memorable words in this book. Amen. And he said, It is said that the darkest hour of the night comes just before the dawn. And I think more than anything else, this quote speaks metaphorically about our struggles in life. Amen. The things we face in life, sometimes they seem to have no end. Sometimes the darkness doesn't seem to have any way out. We experience them. Amen. And they even get darker. Amen. As they go on sometimes. And I think what he's alluding to was that sometimes that the worst part of our troubles and trials and tribulations and sicknesses that we experience, amen, can even happen praise God, before they get better. Sometimes things get worse before they get better. But you know what? I got encouraging words this morning. It's going to get better when we're walking with Jesus. Amen. Because the morning's coming. The brightest star in the night sky is named Sirius and is sometimes referred to as the morning star because from July through September, it appears in the sky just before sunrise. Amen. Praise God. And I read about a morning star in the Bible whose name is Jesus. Amen. Revelation 2.28, talking that God was talking to the church of Thyatira, and he was telling them all this stuff. And he said, if you'll hang in there, if you'll get through your situation, amen, if you'll just be patient and you'll wait on me, he said, I will give them, I'll give him the morning star. Amen. And Revelation 22.16, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root of and the offspring of David, and I'm the bright and the morning star. He's the morning star in your situation. Praise God. So even before the sunrise, the morning star can be seen before, amen, the break of day. Praise God. So I don't care if it seems to be the worst right before it turns around. Amen. Because when it's the worst, Jesus shows up and shines on me as the morning star telling me, hey, hang in there. Sun's coming up just around the corner. Woo, there's something special about the morning. Praise God. Psalm 30, verse 5. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Because there's something special about the morning. Amen. Might have had a weeping night. Might have had a rough night, but joy comes 
in the morning. And then our text verse says, I will sing in Psalm 59, 16. I'll sing of thy power. Yea, I'll sing aloud of thy mercy when in the morning, for thou hast been my defense and refuge in the day of my trouble. Why should we sing in the morning of his mercy? I'll tell you why. Amen. It's because whether we realize it or not, whether we understand it or not, he's been our defense all along. He's been our refuge in the day of trouble all along. And even in our nighttime of distress, he's been there. So when the morning comes and sheds the light on the whole situation, God's fingerprints will be all over it, and I will sing of his mercy in the morning. So there's wonderful things that happen in the morning. It's the dawn of a new day. It's filled with hope and expectations of good things to come. It's a chance to get things right. It's a chance and opportunity to have a new lease on life. Amen. And I know sometimes it's easier said than done, but let me tell you something. Praise God, as long as you have breath. Amen. You know, the Bible said the dead praise not God. You know why? Because they're dead. I know that's a revelation. Very deep. Amen. They don't praise God because they're dead. It's too late for them. But we're breathing here this morning. We're alive. We got hope. We got some mornings ahead of us. I don't know how many more mornings I got, but I got to take advantage of every single one. And I know that God can turn my situation around if I will understand there's something special about the morning when you're walking with the light of the world. When you're serving the bright and the morning star. Woo! Praise God. Amen. Now we think the sun, and it is around for us, naturally speaking, the sun is the, the brightest and the hottest thing around here. Amen. But you know, when Apostle Paul was named Saul and he was going against the church and he was causing trouble, he was on his way to... Damascus, Syria to cause more trouble with the church. And at midday, right at the height of the brightest, hottest sun, amen, he was knocked off his donkey down to the ground. And the Bible said there was a light that appeared above the brightness of the sun. Amen. Because Jesus is brighter than the sun. The sun has nothing over the Lord. So I'm telling you, God will shine in your situation. Psalm, one, Psalm 118, verse 24 said, This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. God's the one making the day, folks. Praise God. Your enemy's not making the day. This other person's not making the day. They're not calling the shots. God made the day. God created this. He created it in seven days. Six days he created it. In the seventh day he rested God created these days. Amen. And so when we get up in the morning, amen, I don't care if someone, something's whispering in your ear saying, hey, this is a day of dilemma for you. Oh, no. Hey, shut up. God created the day. Amen. This is a day of deliverance, not dilemma. Woo! Hallelujah. This is a day of miracles and not maliciousness. Praise God. Amen. Lamentations 3.21 said, This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. In other words, I remember, I remember something and I have hope. Amen. 
22, it's of the Lord's mercies. Notice that's plural, not mercy, mercies. That we are not consumed because His compassions, that's plural. Amen. Fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Amen. He has compassion and mercy and then some. He says mercies and compassions. Amen. I recall to my mind this, this fact right here, and I have hope because of it. It's the Lord's mercies that I'm not consumed, that I'm not going down the tubes. It's because His compassions, amen, fail not, that I'm still going to be in this race, and I'm going all the way in Jesus' name. Amen. And the best part about it is they're new every morning. Hallelujah. I'm not relying on yesterday's, amen, mercies or compassions. Amen. I'm going for new stuff. They're new every morning. We can't ride, amen, into the, the, the will of the Lord on some old mercies and some old uh, compassions. Amen. Because that was for that day. But God has something new for you this month. Why every morning is a special morning because mercies are there and compassions and they're brand new, fully charged, fully potent. Amen. And powerful for you. Amen. They'll fail not. Amen. They're new every morning and you can count on them being new every morning. Why? Because great is His faithfulness. Amen. He's faithful. Sometimes we're not faithful, but He's faithful. Sometimes we're not consistent, but He's consistent. Sometimes we change, but He doesn't change. Sometimes we're up and down and we don't know what's going to happen, but God is constant. He's a rock. He's an anchor. Hallelujah. Amen. You can count on him every morning. Every morning he'll be there. Amen. Praise God. You count on your floor being there every time you get out of the bed, don't you? Amen. It's only in dreams that I put my foot out of the bed and I fall like down this big old thing and then I go and then there's some, you know, crazy animal that's talking to me or whatever and maybe I shouldn't eat so late, whatever. But, uh, you know, it's only in dreams that happen. But, you know, you get out of bed and you're, you're met with your wood floor or your carpeted floor, or your tile floor, or whatever it is. Amen. And I'm telling you, every morning you can get out, spiritually speaking, get up and put your feet down on the rock of Jesus Christ. It's a sure other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. We are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself, the chief cornerstone. Amen. He's the rock solid in our life. Amen. Psalm 5 verse 3 said, My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct my prayer unto thee, and I'll look up. Praise God. Too many times we're getting out of bed, and we're getting uh, going about our business, and we're looking down. Amen. We're looking down and we're just seeing what's going on in our lives or whatever. We got to look up, folks. You got to look up. Every morning's a time for us to renew our faith in Him. Talk to Him. Pray in the morning. Look up. Don't wait till the end of the day. Amen. Start off with some kind of praise God. Good morning. Thank you for waking me up, Lord. I love you. I need you today. 
You're going to hear my voice in the morning. Praise God. You see, when you look at life and you look at situations and the future as a whole, it can be intimidating. It can be overwhelming. What I got to do next year and five years from now, what's going to happen? And you're always worried and this and that or whatever. Amen. But you know, our life, the entirety of our life is made up of one day at a time that I already said God makes. Amen. And one morning at a time. Amen. That the son of righteousness is going to have healing in his wings and the morning star is going to be there. And so if you'll just take your life one day at a time looking unto Jesus. Amen. You're going to be okay. Praise God. Because as long as I have breath, as long as we have strength, we need to press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. This is a time for us to press forward, amen, and not be intimidated by anything that's trying to come against the church, to come against Christianity, to come against whatever, amen. We're seeing things, but you know what? I'm not putting my eyes on that. I'm putting my eyes on the one that's got me this far and will take me all the way, and his name is Jesus. Praise God. This is a time for us to be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord because our labor is never in vain in the Lord. It's a time to focus on the finish line because it's not who starts that wins the race. It's who finishes. Amen. You can't win a race unless you try to finish it. It's the end of a race that's most important. Amen. All the photographers are not at the start line. It's like, whoopee-doo, we want to see who's crossing over here. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a time to focus on the finish line because the Bible said, amen, there's a great race, amen, that is set before us that we're on, amen, and we need to keep the faith and keep our eyes on the prize, which Jesus, Jesus Christ, and spend eternity in heaven with him. Amen. Oh, praise God. Ecclesiastes 7 verse 8 said, The end of a thing is better than its beginning. Praise God. You know, when we're born, you know, Ecclesiastes 7 1, the day of one's death is better than the day of one's birth. You know, sometimes we flip that around. You know, we, 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 the day of one's birth, we celebrated every year. Hey, you were born. Yay, you did such a big job there. You didn't do nothing. You just came into the world and let's give you presents and a cake and take you out to dinner for the rest of your life every year. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I love it. You know, I love it. But you know what? Amen. It's the day of one's death. It's better than the day of one's birth. It's how you finish your life. And yeah, I might have made a mistake last year. I might have blown it two years ago or last week or whatever. But you know what? Amen. It's the end. And like I said, I'm still breathing. I still got a chance to get it right and change my direction. Amen. And the morning star. Amen. And the son of the righteousness. Amen. And the morning it's coming. It's going to give me hope to do so. I don't have to give up or give in. Praise God, because Jesus is not just the author of my faith. He's the finisher of my faith. He wants to help us finish our faith, and we need to allow him to do that. Amen. He wants us saved more than we want to be saved. He wants us overcoming more than, he wants, uh, than we want to be overcomers sometimes. 
Amen. That's what I love about the Lord. He wants the best for us. We can't say that about everybody else, but we can say it about the Lord. He wants the best for us. No ulterior motives, nothing just going after his own interests. No, he wants the best. Amen. Philippians 1.6, Paul said, I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. He said, I'm certain. And we just need to be certain. We just need to settle it in our minds. Amen. That we're going to go all the way because God will be right there helping us every step of the way if we want it. We got to want it. As long as our will is submitted to his will. Amen. And we yield to his spirit and his word, we're going to be okay no matter what we go through. And let's stand this morning. Got one more verse to read. 2 Timothy 1 verse 12. Paul said, For this reason I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he's able to keep that what I've committed to him until that day. So Paul said, I'm certain that God's going to finish the work in my life. And now he says, I'm persuaded that he's going to keep what I've committed. So that last part of the book, just leave that slide up, please. That last part of the verse, what I have committed to him. Amen. That is it right there. If I don't have anything committed to him, he has nothing to keep. He's got nothing to guard. He's got nothing to help me with. But if I'm sold out the whole route, completely born again and got my whole self into this thing, heart, mind, soul, and strength, and I'm committed and my treasures in heaven and not on this earth, amen, that you better believe and come, come hell or high water, no devil or combination of devil is going to stop us from getting to where we need to be in God and get ultimately in heaven. Amen. Let's commit. Let's commit like never before. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.